Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Relevant Ramble. Kemi and I are staying on the... Well, I think we've done another kind of like scandal before. So we're, we're bringing another college scandal. Ooh, drop my phone. Another college scandal that I was just like randomly looking through YouTube. You know how I recommend you random stuff. And I'm going to shout out this YouTube channel. I think it's Kidology. Yes. She's like a really like well-versed... It felt like I was watching... Like ABC a documentary, yeah, exactly. A documentary. I thought I was like watching ABC News, but it was a doc. It was a not well, basically it was a documentary about this student or this young lady named Mackenzie Fearston, who went to an Ivy League. She went to UPenn, University of Pennsylvania. She was like a very like, accomplished student. Graduated from UPenn. She went on to get a master's degree. And then she applied to be a Rhodes Scholar. So everything sounds like really, really great. Like UPenn is, again, an Ivy League. She became a Rhodes. So she applied to be a Rhodes Scholar and was accepted or accepted. Rhodes Scholars are like really prestigious scholarships, like internationally for I think it's for just for American students. So like so like to do work to build the community, like it can be public policy. It can be like public service, volunteerism, kind of just trying to improve the community, whatever. There's, there's this, but th- behind all of this is like a huge scandal. Um, yes. But I feel like Kimmy's excited to talk about, talk about the details of it. So I just gave you like the, the pretty, that was like on the outside, you're like, oh, wow, Mackenzie is like amazing. I'm not saying she's not, we don't know. Yeah. But that was the pretty part of it. Kimmy's going to get into the, the scandal part of it. Yeah. So I like how Kiki, I like how you presented the story, Kiki, because you're first saying like, oh, she sounds like an amazing human being. So how different uh, media platforms are spinning it when I first heard this story, right? I, Kiki told me about the scandal. I typed in her name, Mackenzie Fearson, and the first thing that popped up was some news source. And they were saying, this girl was lying on her scholarship, saying that she was a first gen, saying that she was poor. And so when I f- heard that first article, I was like, oh, we're going to d- discuss a general topic of someone who just lied to get some scholarship money. Okay, she got busted. Here we go. But then I found this other source where someone did a deeper dive of this student. And my mind was so blown of just the scale of kind of defamation that's kind of going on here. Now, this is all allegedly. And I'm going to say allegedly because this young lady is suing you uh, pen right now because of kind of allegations and defamation. So this is all our opinion. This is what we heard. Right. This is nothing, you know, don't sue me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what ended up happening is this young lady, she applied to go to you pen. She did apply for the scholar for the, the what's that big scholarship Kiki, the uh, road scholar, the road well, scholar, first, but she also did apply. Would, sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I would first say like, she applied to the school. I guess one thing yeah. that we should say that like can fit into this, like where Kemi's going, um, UPenn, like from what we heard in the YouTube video, the kidology was saying that UPenn defines first generation low income. They call them FGLI. So first generation low income students are categorized as students. Like we all know what a first gen low income is, but they kind of added on to like students whose families did not, whose parents did not graduate from an elite university. 
Right. So that's a big part in it. So she has applied to the school. And I know Kimmy's going to get into like why she applied like that. But just like keep that in mind as you're hearing. So she applied to the school as a first generation low income student. You know, of course, like students that identify as that are going to get more scholarships and things like that. Exactly. So they're the reason why they're saying that they're first saying, oh, this young lady is lying is because Mackenzie, she did grow up in an affluent uh, she was middle class. Her mom was a radiologist. Her mom was a doctor. And she grew up in a private school. So she had access. She had resources. So that's why people were saying, oh, I, that's why UPenn is stating that she doesn't fit into supposedly uh, FG, F, FGLI. FGLI. Mm-hmm. So, but they're kind of, but, but hear me out. So, how the story continues is Mackenzie apparently has been has been abused by her mom. These are all allegations, but supposedly her mom has been abusing her, and she mm. and she knows this because they were looking at um they were looking at like diary entries, like they extracted her. Mm-hmm. Diary. It's literally her specifically stating like the pros and cons of her coming out and telling the truth about her mom or or staying in this abusive kind of household. And it's it's very evident and clear of she's put in a situation that she doesn't really know what to do. Long story short. One evening in September, her mom, how the story goes, ends up pushing her down a flight of stairs. She went to, she woke up in her bed, didn't recall anything. And then the next mm-hmm. day went to school. She ended up like passing out in school. She gets, she goes to the hospital. She was in the hospital for like 22 days. Mm-hmm. And then after that point, she was separated from her mom and she was put into foster care. And then she also completed many jobs because she was going from different families in foster care. So she didn't have an income. And mm-hmm. she was a foster. She was a student that was a, she was a foster child now. Now, this was during, I believe, junior year to senior year, I believe that was happening. I think, I think it was right before she applied. Like, so, yeah, you might be right. But it was like somewhere, I think it was senior year, but it could have been like end of junior year, something like that. Right. And mm-hmm. she mentioned much of this information in her scholarship. Now, mm-hmm. some, student, some people are still like, well, she's lying. She wasn't like low income her whole life. But however, when you look at UPenn's statement of what a FGLI is, it literally states that to qualify for to be in that category, you must be a first generation uh, student to go to an elite university. Some of her, fam- her family did go to college, but they didn't attend an elite university because mm-hmm. I, I could go for that, too. My dad went to school and technically, I guess I could be first gen. If according to UPenn, because my dad didn't go to an elite university. So it's kind of a skewed, uh, there's two different kind of skewings here. So main media, I guess, and news reporters are picking up on that aspect of like, she's not really a first gen, but they're not bringing it back to the actual clarification of what UPenn states. And then she was low income because that whole year but between um, her going to UPenn, like a year or a year and a half, she didn't have a job. She was working multiple jobs and trying to stay in school. And something that really touched me, too, was when they extracted entries from her diary, she literally put pros and cons of like, well, if I stay in this relationship, I know I'll be able to, to, to have some funding to go to college. And a con was, I'm not going to be able to go to college or financially provide for myself. And um, a con was like, some people probably aren't going to believe me. Another con was, I'm going to be separated and go into foster care. And it's unfortunate that the allegation of her mom pushing her down the stairs led her to for this to happen. So it wasn't like it was she was debating this, but she was putting this into the situation. You know what I mean? She was abused. So that 
large part is being ignored. And the reason why she's suing you, Penn, is because it gets better. <laughs> so while she is attending you, Penn... Is as a grad student now, I think. She's a, I think she's a grad student at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. While she's attending UPenn, she's a student activist. So one thing that I guess that can kind of ruffle the, the feathers of this institution is she was a student activist, and they wrote a petition to UPenn. Long story short, UPenn wasn't paying something called pilot taxes. And since they have a written tax write-off because, uh, because, um, because they're a college or whatever, nonprofit, whatever, they don't they don't pay the pilot taxes and the pilot taxes can go towards funding public schools and they don't pay that. So she wrote a petition to her own school saying, you pen, like what's up? Like, and it was started a petition, you know, she was doing the socially correct thing to do. Like, and it was during COVID. This is 2020. Everybody's suffering during COVID right now, you know? So that's one thing to kind of rile you pen up. Number two to rile you pen up a little bit more was there was a there's a lawsuit for UPenn currently going on right now with another student. There was a student that was attending a class in a, one of the, the one of the buildings in, in a basement po portion. The student, I believe, it was he underwent like a seizure and in, in which led to a cardiac arrest. And it took forever for the ambulance to locate and get to the student, and they died. So something similarly happened to Mackenzie, where she, I think, underwent a seizure as well in the basement, and it took the ambulance over an hour to come and get her as well in the same place. So she did her own research, and she was saying this shouldn't have happened. There should be access to, to, for people to be able to get to point B to point B if there is a, an emergency. So from her situation, because she ended up being in the hospital, I think, for like a couple of weeks too, she felt like it was... It was fair for her to take the information from what happened to her and what she studied and give it to the family of the student, his last name was Driver, who passed away. And because of that information, uh, Driver's widow, she's suing you, Penn. So this is why it looks kind of like a scandal. It looks kind of as though Mackenzie was ruffling some feathers with you, Penn. And you, Penn's like, oh, really? Um, because not long after, you find out Mackenzie applies for this Rhodes Scholarship. And it's a very, very prestigious scholarship. They're all about act like uh, community service, activism, which Mackenzie does. Mackenzie does a lot for her community, for raising money for the homeless. She's a very active citizen and and cares for the community and stuff. Like she actually she actively does this. You see this in scholarships and some students are like, yeah, I go and I I donate five bucks to the homeless. No, this girl's actually doing this, okay? And but Somehow, a newspaper gets an anonymous tip that, oh, Mackenzie's mom is a radiologist. And this is how it kind of blows up. And then Penn starts pushing and trying to sit down with her saying, oh, your allegations of your, your, your application for your scholarships here at UPenn, this doesn't seem like it's really honest. And then someone, I think, in UPenn also goes and tells Rhodes Scholars. But here's the thing. If you go back and you look at her, her application, she never states that she was poor. People, they keep on pushing, like, you said you were poor. Da, da, da. She's like, I never said poor. I actively worked with people in communities. Like, she was stating different scenarios where she had friends that were poor or they were, they were low income. And, that, and she even states in one of those papers that even though this is a terrible situation, like, I know I'm still better off or, or blessed to, like, go to UPenn, you know? 
she never physically stated this stuff. Like she didn't outwardly lie and say that. It's seeming as though someone else is twisting her word. You know what I mean? So that's why she goes back and she is now currently suing you, Penn, for these allegations and this um this kind of defamation. Because it seems like something is being pushed here. For me, I personally think it's because this is my tea. This is not this is allegation, this is opinion. Like I said, don't come sue me because this is not real. This is just my thought. I think that because the case for UPenn's currently getting sued from the driver's family for the, the what is it called, the, the death when he passed, I think they want to make her look like she's like a weak witness to this scenario, to this um, situation because of what's currently happening right now, to make her seem like a falsified witness. Like whatever truth that she has about her research is probably falsified, so it doesn't hold weight for the driver's case for the student that died. That's what I think. So that way they don't get sued in that manner. And I think they're gonna. I think they're kind of doing it as a distraction from that case to kind of fall back on her. And I, I feel for her, and I feel so bad for her because she actually does a lot of good stuff in the community. Like, she actually does it. And obviously, I don't know this whole case. I don't know the whole all ins and outs of everything. But I think that this case taught me to not always jump to conclusions. Not always because when I first saw her, I was like. This girl looks like she is well off. Like when I first saw her, I was like, yeah, she lied. That was my first thing, right? But listening to this woman's story, I felt convicted. Like, wow, like I took this for straight up face value. And you know how the internet is. Some people are just reading the titles of tabloids, like which I did for the other one. They're saying, oh, this girl, like she's just here lying. She's running the system. Look at her. She doesn't have any suffering. But this girl actually has a history. She has a background. She... She she went through a lot, and mm-hmm. now through this process, UPenn actually is holding her diploma, so she can't get her diploma right now. And I think she also withdrew from the Rhodes Scholarship as this. Did she withdraw? On her, but she withdrew on her own, right? You think, or did they? I read from someone that withdrew, it. and then okay. I saw from another bomb article is like, "Girl loses scholarship." So that's why it's right. You're right. It, it kind of stinks because. Media. It, media and then sometimes just lack of communication people want to be like let's make it snappy let's make it to the point it's like did she really lose it or did she withdraw it yes it's taken a it's taken away in some manner but did she withdraw it but i think it kind of just goes to make you not jump to conclusions try to get as many facts as possible before we just try to jump in you know um make someone look less of a human being Right. So that's what I got for myself. I needed to go in a corner and. Mm-hmm. No, it's very, it's very true. Because like, you're right. If you look at her, you'd be like, "Well, I think that may have been the point of." Well, I don't know. If you look at her, you're like, "She's not first gen low income." But what does that, what does that look like? Right. Like I was right. in a at, at Elon. I was in a scholarship program for first gen low income. And I think that's what the the girl on the YouTube video was saying. She was like, "Yes, Mackenzie was like not your typical Rhodes Scholar. Like looked like from the outside, she was like the one that was speaking during the video. She was like, I look more like a Rhodes Scholar than Mackenzie because because she's black and because of her background. So yeah, Kemi's right. You we can't judge because I was in a scholarship program with people from all types of backgrounds. And first generation low income doesn't always mean you're both." I think it's like your first generation, you could, you can be both first generation or, and low income, or you can be first generation, or you can be low income. So, but also I just thought about too, as you were talking about it, I was like, 
well, the FAFSA fund, I can't remember when FAFSA started doing like prior, prior year, like asking for your, because like before when like you and I were in school, it's just like they didn't ask for the prior year yeah. taxes, like from your parents. But I don't remember when, the, I think prior, prior year has been around for a minute. But if she was applying and she was in foster care for however long, she didn't have it. She was probably listed. She probably like filed to be an independent, like not a dependent under her mom. So yeah, I mean, if you're going solely off of that, which I think, I don't know if Kimmy mentioned it here, but when Kimmy and I were talking before, it was like, well, UPenn didn't do their intent. They didn't do enough research to really say like, oh, is she really, yeah, is she really low income? But as you mentioned too, she didn't say she was poor. She, and she, she kind of, her story was consistent. And again, I don't know. We're just sharing our opinion. We thought it was an interesting story to share. Her out, like these are allegations she's have, she has against her mom that she was abused. But I mean, there's like, proof to show that she probably did go through all of that but you know how some people are like oh they're just saying that to get a scholarship well that's her story that's her story and it got her into UPenn and it got her the Rhodes Scholarship well she was yeah it got her the Rhodes Scholarship so she was consistent with her story and she used that like she really like I think her Rhodes Scholar program like her Rhodes Scholar I don't know they call it a thesis but it was going to be like about the foster to prison pipeline. So something, you yeah. know, that she was like near and dear to her heart because she's like, well, I've been a foster child for this period of time. It doesn't matter. You've been a foster child. You've been a foster child. So right. it's, it's, it's like, it's a whole, it's like a really like layered story because you pen looks bad because they're accusing somebody of not like telling the truth who went through like something really, there, there's like accusing somebody not telling the truth, but they're accusing her of like straight up lying about her life circumstances. Um, because they're trying to save face is what it sounds like. I agree with Kemi. They're trying to save face um, and make her look and make Mackenzie look bad. It's just like, it's really, it's really crazy. And they, like the story is like pretty much the same thing. Kemi explained is like where it is right now. If we find, if we learn more, we'll definitely come back and share it. But I would definitely recommend like the, the video was like 45 minutes long. The YouTube was video. Well but, done. Ooh, yeah. Was she so was really well good. Done. She was really, really yeah. good. I think she did. A, she did a great job of just of sharing the story of Mackenzie, but I think she also did a great job of of dissecting things in different perspectives, like how she said herself, like you mentioned it before, how she looks like the the picture of what like a FGLI student looks like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I think she also did a, a another take of how you do have some universities that are just trying to push this mission just to look marketable mm-hmm. versus uh, actually being like genuine about uh, kind of like their acceptance and actually working with people and seeing if people really do match what they what they want the requirement for first gen or whatever have you. And it was just great. I thought she dissected it from so many different ways. And I, th- and I thought it was great because I think sometimes we just want fast information and we don't like we don't compartment compartmentalize things for better understanding sometimes. But there are with a lot of rules and a lot of variables that went into this case. And I just did not see that happen. <laughs> I did not see all of that happening. And and this poor girl, like some people aren't going to look into her background of how she she was abused you know what i mean some people are just gonna know her as being oh that girl's a liar if i see her in public i'm like she's gonna get canceled you know you know what i mean 
So that's real, but that's so real and that's so sad, you know, because I was looking at mm -hmm. other videos where they were briefly talking about her and it was just like, oh, she lied. And people are mm -hmm. this girl in the comment sections and they don't know her. So, that's, yeah, you know, so that's not right. Right. Exactly. It's it's like yeah, it's super, super complex of a story. But yeah, you pen just does not look great in it in this in this story. But who knows? Like, like I said, if we if we learn more, because I guess like this is it's ongoing. The trial with the the guy that passed away is still ongoing. Um, the Rhodes Scholarship, like we don't like. Is she gonna reapply if she wins the case against UPenn? Like we don't know. So stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll we'll try to remember to um, follow up with this story because. <laughs> It is, it is really interesting. So, we'll, yeah, we'll try to remember to follow up if we learn anything else about it. Anything else. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, these are some of our opinions. Don't come at me. <laughs> right. Yeah, these are literally the your advisors will see you now opinions. Like, we just read, we just read the story, watched the video, and we were like, this would be cool. So, yeah, don't, don't cancel us because you don't agree with us if you don't agree. Yeah. This is not all facts. This is just our thought. Okay. Exactly. You bet. Um, UPenn's a, a pretty cool prestigious school. This is just a, a, real, ratchet, <laughs> this is a real ratchet situation. I'm just going to say, okay? It's true. <laughs> I'm not going to go cancel all UPenn, but I'm going to say this is real ratchet. And, yeah. And we're going to continue. That's but it. That's it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening into this relevant ramble. We did a lot of good relevant rambling today, I feel. I, I really am digging this scandal, these higher <laughs> scandals, Kiki. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was really good. All right. Well, thanks, folks, and we'll see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.